Teen Author Bootcamp presents The Next Bestseller, a podcast for aspiring teen authors. I'm your host, Maddie Bramble. I'm a 17-year-old marketing intern at TABC, and I'm currently on my journey to write a book, just like many of you. On The Next Bestseller, we will learn all about the craft of writing from published authors, from what an author's day might look like to the nitty-gritty process of editing, from character development to plotting your novel. We'll reveal all you need to know to become a best-selling author yourself. The next couple podcast episodes are going to be a little bit different than what you're used to in the fact that we will be interviewing some of our winners from the teen anthology competition from this year's Teen Author Bootcamp Conference with the theme Level Up. For this episode, we will be talking with authors Elena Beck, Lefia Preswala, Olivia Parker, and Elijah Lewis about coming up with ideas for your stories. Elijah Lewis has been creating stories all his life and savors putting his ideas into words. He is the author of three published works, including the short story Rebirth and the recent Level Up Teen Anthology. In addition to writing, Elijah enjoys singing, playing the piano, hiking, and serving others. Rebirth, my story in the Level Up Anthology, it's all about learning to change and grow, even when it seems impossible to do so. It follows Gus Wong. After centuries of unplanned immortality, world-weary Gus Wong is ready to move on. With the help of a fellow immortal, he sets out on a journey to end his existence. On the way, however, he might just find something else. Alvia Parker. I'm Alvia Parker, and I'm 15 years old. I've been writing for four years. I'm young, but I'm determined to make writing my life. I've written around 20 books so far, many short stories, and some poems. I'm most proud of my fantasy series, Blair Potens. My dream is to be able to share messages, characters, and worlds that people can escape and relate to. I want to inspire people and other writers to be courageous and realize that their own stories, whether written on paper or the one they are living, are important and can change the world around them. My short story was called One Quest After Another, and we're following teenager Axel, who is finally at the end of his quest, right? Uh, He's at this giant split pyramid with a glowing rectangle in the center, and, you know, he's in the middle of a desert, you know, it's a very dramatic ending, right? And to get on the- to get to this ending, right, he lost all of his friends, all the other people that were on the quest with him. And it was pretty terrifying, you know, the things they had to go through was pretty horrifying, you know, and losing all those friends, and he just wants to finish this quest, you know, right away, claim the prize he was promised by his magical employers, and go home. (laughs) But, turns out, it wasn't going to be that easy. Uh, You know, most things never are in magical situations like this, right? Elena Beck is published in Teen Author Bootcamp's Level Up Teen Anthology and all three of their poetry collections. She grew up in a small farm town in Idaho with her three younger siblings. She plans to major in editing and publishing at BYU in the fall and someday publish a novel. When she's not reading or writing, you can find her practicing the violin or completing her endless amounts of homework. My story is called Morgan the Gorgon, and it takes place on Medusa's wedding day. Morgan is the younger sister of Medusa, and Medusa is getting married to Perseus. And in Greek mythology, Perseus was sent to kill Medusa, 
and I decided to make it enemies to lovers, you know, who doesn't love that? So now they're getting married, not murder, marriage, uh, but Morgan is still convinced that Perseus is out to get her older sister. Lefia Preswala is a high school senior in a small town in central New Jersey. She has loved all forms of writing since she was a kid and currently has three short stories published with TABC and Owl Hall Press. She will be studying journalism at Ithaca College this fall and hopes to become an investigative journalist in her future. Her other life goals include traveling all over the world and publishing her own YA fantasy series. She also loves to bake, paint, and rewatch Gilmore Girls and 90s Bollywood movies over and over again. So my story was called The House of the High Ladies, and it follows the main character Isra in a female-run fantastical kingdom where the government is also entirely female, and they're called the High Ladies. Um, and they're, they see all, they know all, they're in charge of enforcing the law, creating laws that are just and fair for all. Um, and they're just like all powerful ladies who are loved and admired by everyone in the kingdom. And so the main character, Isra, she wants to become a high lady. That's her dream. That's her main goal in life. Um, but in order to do that, she must pass the test of strength, the test of knowledge, the test of perseverance, and the test of morality. And that is some, those four tests, um, nobody knows what um, specifically being tested on, as in like nobody knows what order they're in, nobody knows the types of questions you're asked, the types of tasks you're um, asked to do, all that kind of stuff. So she really is going in unprepared. Did you write this story specifically for the anthology competition, or was this an idea that was already in the works? Yeah, so I wrote it specifically for the Level Up anthology, but my short story was based on a previous idea I had. So I kind of had the idea of, like, for a short story for a little while, I kind of had the idea, like, what if I kind of showed this dude the end of his quest? You know, you're kind of only getting a short snippet of his life in the middle of kind of ending his first quest and starting another one. So I kind of had that basic idea, but um, I actually um, wrote it, wrote this specific story as an assignment this year for a descriptive writing challenge that my writing teacher had given me. And then when I remembered that the competition was coming up for the short story anthology competition, I was like, oh, I, I kind of forgotten about it a little bit. And I was like, oh, I need to come up with a, with a story for this. And I kind of looked at one quest after another and I was like, huh, you know, like maybe, maybe this kind of, I think this kind of fits the theme of Level Up. So I definitely wrote this story specifically for the anthology competition. Um, I wanted to talk about leveling up on more of a mental rather than physical level and provide that lesson that I talked about earlier at the end. Um, and I really, I've had, this is, so this is my third um, story published with Teen Author Bootcamp and Al Hollow Press. Um, and what I found about the themes is that I work better when I let myself be inspired by the themes that TABC gives us rather than somehow change my pre-existing ideas to fit around the theme. I both wrote this story for the anthology and didn't write this story for the anthology. Morgan the Gorgon has always been in my mind. Why do you think teens should join TABC? Teen Author Bootcamp is a great way for teens to feel connected with writing and the writing world. 
the teen author boot camp has so many um, successful authors that come teach, and there are different people involved in different parts of the writing process, and the whole thing makes it feel very, very real. The biggest reason is that it's an amazing learning experience. Before I got my first story published with TABC, my only editors were my friends, editors, were my friends who were on the same writing level as me. Um, but then I got to work with professional adults who had a lot more experience than me and, and I was getting suggestions and critiques and edits that I never would have thought about before and I don't think my friends would have thought about those things before either. Teen Author Bootcamp, we just, they just provide kids with so many good resources and cool classes that are about very specific topics like writing a good romance or um, a complex villain or whatever, literally any anything you want to work on, they have something for you. And it's just it's just cool to meet so many other people who are interested in the same thing as you and want to want to genuinely help you. Yes, <laughs> like I can't say it like more like enthusiastically like yes, it's honestly just amazing. The community, you know, the people, the things that you learn are like top notch. Like they're really good things that are just like you know, that, that really changed perspective, right? I mean, at least for me, the things that I've learned from Tab C and like their conferences and webinars, like it's so worth it. <laughs> and I love it so much. Um, but not only that, it's fun. All teens should go to TABC. Um, if you're a writing teen, uh, it's so good for craft and for meeting like other teens that like to write and developing a community and connecting with friends and other teen authors. It's so fantastic. It's so well put together, so educational, so enlightening. I'm still buzzed about it. And if you're a not writing teen author, but all your weird writing friends are going and you kind of want to go with them, but you're not sure about it, go. Because it's about, not just about writing, but about the world of stories and whether you like it or not, you consume stories in all forms, all day. On the radio, in movies, verbally, with your friends, through your teachers, in your textbooks. You are consuming stories. You are thinking about stories. You are a story. So, go learn about it. What is your hope for the future generations of authors? I hope that we can grow the world of literature to so many new levels. And I just want the next generation of authors to just create new stories obviously but create new ways for stories to reach people i hope authors will never forget how powerful their stories are and i hope authors never lose sight of that is one of the greatest most noble parts of storytelling and being an author is sharing what you believe and sharing meaningful truth I really hope that in the future, the writing world becomes a lot more diverse. I hope that books by authors of color um, become a lot more mainstream. I hope it's just normal that books can be diverse. I hope that they're bold. You know, like, it, it sounds kind of strange, but like, I hope that they're bold enough to share the messages they think people need to hear. You know, what they think that people should know, especially nowadays, you know? Not only that, but, like, I want their storylines to be bold, right? Like, make people feel something, and I want them to be so creative that it is blowing people's minds. Where do your ideas come from? I have no idea. 
if I'm being completely honest, I have no clue. Um, in all honesty, I think I'm just a little bit crazy, like, sometimes. Like, I just have a really big imagination, and that makes ideas show up all the time in my head, like, for no reason, right? Um, but I guess sometimes I'll get inspiration from, like, shower thoughts, you know? Like, everybody has those, don't you? Or watching movies or shows that inspire me a lot of times, like, or books and sometimes dreams. Um, dreams are really amazing, actually, because... They take the randomest things that you've ever seen, heard, or experienced and throw them together, right? And that's kind of, and that honestly, that can make for a great story idea. It's taking little things from things that you know or things that you've seen and pushing them together and creating something completely different. My ideas come from a lot of what ifs. What if this happened? What if that happened? I love taking... Uh, settings that already exist, characters, ideas, stuff from books and movies that I love, and giving my own twist to them. And then ultimately it boils down to wondering. Wondering what would happen if this happened. What would happen if I wrote about this? And you take that and you take the things that inspire you, and together those ideas come together and create a story. So I'll be honest, um, I don't really have a method for gaining ideas or like taking ideas from somewhere. They actually mostly come to me in my dreams. Um, I tend to have really weird, bizarre, vivid dreams um, that I can remember most of, honestly. Um, I do keep a dream journal. It's right by my bed. So if I end up, if I happen to wake up from a dream or something, I can just jot down a few bullet points about like, what was going on, like weird things that I remember, like little flashbacks, um, like the vibe of the dream and those tend to manifest into ideas. The other place, I guess, is like real life events that are like weird to me. My ideas come from everywhere, just as I feel like most ideas come from, like it can come, any inspiration can come from anywhere. Um, oftentimes it's from music, how do your ideas come together to form a book? I have only written one book from start to finish, and I am developing a book right now that I hope to start drafting over the summer. So it's really interesting. Not a lot of my ideas have formed into books yet. I do have a lot of ideas and I always make sure to write them down, but usually those end up turning into just little scenes that I write quickly or just a couple of scenes, maybe a couple of chapters, but not full-fledged books. Um, but the way that the books that I have written have turned into a complete book idea. You know, I can never sit down and plan anything, right? I can never plan the plot, you know, how things are going to go, the ending, the characters. I... I can't... I can't plot. I am a pantser, right? That's what I am in this writing world. I am a pantser! And um, the ideas, you know, they pop up in my head as I go. Initially, I, I, have, I have a premise, a thought, what, what if, again, going back to that what if. And so I, I write that down. And then I write down the next bit. What happens after that? What happens after that? What happens after, you know, so on and so on. Following, chasing what ifs. And that builds into a plot. And... Then it's one thing leads to another, uh, I've got an outline written out, and then from there I can create a book. 
the way that I try to get through it is I just try to outline every chapter um, and see what the logical progression of events would be or maybe even the most non-logical because sometimes you just need a little drama a little um, conflict to get things going and I tend to just write as I go so I guess that's my question that's my answer is that I just I just write and the, and the ideas come what is your plotting process like I like to outline all my chapters and I by outline I don't really mean like writing full paragraphs or sentences about what's going to happen um for each chapter i'll just write like specific things that i might want to want to happen during those chapters um maybe specific lines of dialogue for scenes that i know i want to go in those chapter my plotting process tends to be quite involved i use story structure extensively and i'm constantly coming back to story structure. I don't, I have a very hard time just writing on the spot and going going with what happens. I like to have structure. I generally follow the structure outlined by K.M. Wayland in her book Structuring Your Novel and she uh, writes about it a ton on her uh, very popular and successful blog Helping Writers Become Authors. Uh, as I write I always end up expanding and adjusting my plot, so I, I never stick with the initial outline. Um, it's, I, yeah, I just, I really can't plot, <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. It's really hard for me to do any sort of plotting, but just kind of having the basics down, you know, of the character, the main character, characters, um, you know, the kind of the world and the idea you want to go with, and I just go for it, and I'm like, if I get inside of this character's head, this story will go somewhere right? Because if this care, if I'm treating this character like they are real, because, you know, they should be, they should feel real, then it's going to go places, then it's going to go far, then people are going to, you know, see things, and they're going to think that this is like a good story, they're going to feel everything, they're going to feel the emotion that you want them to feel. Right now, it kind of looks like storyboarding. I have taken all my ideas for like the books that I'm developing and I'll write them on sticky notes. For different plot lines or different themes or different characters we'll have different colored sticky notes so I can organize and see how it's all progressing throughout the book and the thing I really like about the sticky notes is that I can move them around so easily. Like nothing feels super permanent. Do you research? What's the best way you've found to research information? I do research um, but I'm I don't research extensively. Uh, my Not many of my stories have required a lot of research, and I've been able to uh, mainly rely on knowledge I already have or just creating stuff up on the spot. So, and I guess th this can apply to creative writing too, but um, cross-check all your sources. Like, don't just take your research whatever you're researching don't just take it from one source always and honestly i would say just go straight to the source that's the way you're going to find the best information when you're researching and you'll find more genuine information that way too because i find that when you tend to talk to people in real life they are going to give you like insider tips um like little things that you wouldn't have even like thought about but it'll make your writing that much more genuine I love to research. I almost decided to minor in history in the fall uh, when I start college. But yeah, 
researching is great um you can go on wikipedia rabbit holes that's a fun way to learn new things to spark new ideas um but also like once you do have a solid idea like if you want to write a historical novel which is uh, the genre of the only novel i have completed you, it's best to choose one year choose one year and then you can research everything around that year also choose a specific place um that's a little bit of a no-brainer when it comes to developing a story of course you have your setting already picked out um, make sure you're doing research to that specific setting the thing is about research you have to put a lot of time into research uh you can't really just click on the first google result and expect to get everything you need or expect it to be 100 percent accurate you have to dive deep <laughs> so that you get the correct information and it's gonna take time yeah but if you are really into the story and if you're into what you're researching you know like you're gonna get what you want you're gonna have fun doing it that kind of stuff but it is it is gonna take time and it is really important too because it will make your story feel more real and be accurate in a lot of ways so it'll make it more fun for you and hopefully for other readers what other methods and tricks do you use to prepare to write a story? You have to realize that the story that you're writing isn't just a story, you know? Uh, you're creating lives. You're creating a whole world and a whole atmosphere. You can't treat it like words on paper sometimes. I mean, during the editing process, you know, that's okay. But you can't treat it like that because you have to live it alongside your characters or as your characters you need to see what they see feel what they feel experience what they do that's what makes a story good that's what makes it real uh, so when i'm preparing to write a story it always helps me always helps me to write things down on paper something about writing slower um, taking the time to think out sentences as i'm writing it um, because i don't i don't write as fast as i type uh, helps me get ideas going. It, it gives me time to think and ruminate on my story a little bit. I also really like getting artwork and photographs. Um, I like looking at things, getting ideas flowing, giving me a feel for the story I'm about to enter. This isn't really preparing to write a story, but more of like when I'm actually writing the story is if I'm stuck, then I just move on. Like I don't I don't sit there for like an hour trying to like finish the scene up. I just say insert something good here and then I move on because honestly, um, like if you're burnt out from running that scene, if you're bored, um, it's really not going to go anywhere in that same writing session. You just got to take a break sometimes. Okay, first I will free write. Oftentimes I have a lot of just ideas in my head that I've been thinking about for a long time and I haven't really gotten the chance to write them in my sticky notes or write them in a Google Doc yet, so I'll just free write. Um, my second uh, thing that I like to do to prepare is resumes, character resumes. I will make, you know, a resume, you have like your strengths, your weaknesses, your past experiences, your name, your address, all those things, possibly a cover letter, make those for your character. It's a really quick reference for like just some ideas and put a picture, that a reference picture on your resume, just like how you would create a resume for yourself, create a resume for your character. And then I like to print them out 
and put them on a wall or just have it in a dock um, while I'm writing. Okay. Also, another thing I like to use is the 16 personalities test. This is just a fun test that I'm sure you've taken for yourself, but take it as your character. Take it as your character and then you can get whatever their 16 personality is, one of the 16, and then you can read in depth about that personality type. How do you keep track of all your ideas? I keep all my ideas in a Google Drive folder. Your brain worked really hard on that idea, so you should respect it enough and think it by writing it down. Um, so I have a Google Doc, actually, <laughs> that contains ideas for certain books or ideas for the future. It's not necessarily very detailed, but it has, you know, like everything that I need, because I think every idea has deserves a chance to be written, you know, every single single idea. For me, the easiest way to keep track of ideas is to have a notebook or an online file devoted to those ideas. Um, another thing that really helps me keep track of what the idea was is to include what inspired it. Maybe where I was at when I was inspired by it, what was going on, if it was an image that inspired it, I like to save the image and then write down a little note about what I was inspired by the image. That way, when I'm ready to approach that idea, when I'm ready to make that idea a story, take it to the next level, if you will, um, I have the source of inspiration. I have what got me started there. We'd like to thank our teen authors for being on this podcast episode, and we would like to thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Next Bestseller. Find out more information about TABC at Teen Author Bootcamp on social media, and at teenauthorbootcamp.net, as well as follow them at The Next Bestseller on Instagram to keep a lookout for more episode releases. You can find out more about our events and sign up to have your work critiqued on a future podcast. Make sure to tune in next time for more writing tips and tricks and to learn more about your favorite authors. Here's to one of us writing the next bestseller. Happy writing!